Hi, this is Lois Ware, the host on the Lois Ware podcast, a podcast inspired by God to reach out to millions of people across the globe with the message of His love. On this podcast, you can draw inspirations for all aspects of life, from spiritual growth to business to relationship to technology to education, fashion, and everything that relates to life. Sit tight, grab your headphones, and enjoy this episode. Hi guys, it's good to be back on the podcast. I'm super, super excited to be here today. I hope we're having a wonderful time. I hope we're having a great time. So today is one of those days where um, I've always looked forward to because, I mean, what I'm going to be talking about on the podcast is something that I feel like a number of persons can relate with. And today I'm not even alone. I have a guest and um, I'm really, really super excited because she's coming with so much, you know, wisdom from God and she is going to be sharing with us, you know, what to do when it feels like um, prayers seem unanswered. So guys, I have Tolu in the building. Hi, Tolu. It's good to have you on the podcast. How are you doing? I'm very well, Lois. It's good to be here. Thank you so much for the opportunity. <laughs> oh, all right. Thank you so much. Thank you for coming because, you know, you're a very busy person. So I was not sure if you're going to say yes. I remember reaching out to you on WhatsApp. I'm like, okay, please, oh, will you come on the podcast? I really wanted to come on the podcast. And, you know, when you said yes, I was like, yay, makes sense, makes sense. So thank you so much for for finding time to come. I'm really, really grateful. I'm really excited because I know that a number of persons are going to be blessed today. Yeah. So just a quick one about Tolu. She is a child of God. She is um, a teacher. She is, um, she's an OAP, an entrepreneur, and also a person that is very passionate about the girl child as regards you know when it comes to our self-esteem and really understanding purpose i think so i know today is not about um the girl child but i just want to ask before we get into the podcast i mean why did you take so much interest in you know the girl child as part self-esteem is it because you're a female or because you just feel like okay this is what i'm supposed to do just before we get into the podcast i feel like i should ask you this question <laughs> okay well and if I go on to answer that question, I, I would um, start with saying thank you so much, Lois, for having me on the podcast. And I really want to commend all that God is doing through you for the Lois Ube podcast. Because personally, I would not say I've listened to every single podcast, but there are times when I've had to see your post and listen in, and each time I have been blessed. I think there was... A time I had to even chat you up because um, the topic you treated that part, on that particular podcast blessed me. So it's just as if you know God just placed those words in your mouth for me in person. So I want to say a very big thank you to you for yielding to God. I want to say a very big thank you to you for being so consistent. You know, doing this and dishing out so much value. And I know there are so many people around the world that must have been listening, that must have been blessed, and there are thousands more people that would be blessed through this podcast. God bless you richly. Okay, now on to the question. I'm particularly um, passionate about um, the girl child, not because I am a woman or a lady, but because um, I I see quite a number of girls around me that... um, a whole lot of things 
from their teenage age start to eat um, into their self-esteem and because i have been through that stage in my life before and i thank god for how god has brought me through it and out of it so i am always so particular about one the girl child being very confident in her body in her skin and i'm not feeling body shamed or very uncomfortable in the way she looks and not just that because our own essence is not restricted to um we just being confident we just being and um, having an uh, a healthy self-esteem but also understanding that we are on health for a purpose and god has specific plans for our lives he has it designed and mapped out the things he wants us to fulfill so I am also very particular about every girl, every young lady out there, understanding purpose, not just understanding purpose, but understanding purpose very early so as to pursue it to fulfill God's glory. Well, that was that was really apt and that was awesome. Thank you so much. And um, I pray and I believe that as you start, I don't know if you started as regards anything as regards that, but as you start, the Lord prospers. It's amen. Okay, so let us get into the podcast itself. So I'm going to ask you a question and um, it's going to be really personal. And you could be as personal as you want to as the Holy Spirit leads you. So have you been in a situation where you were trusting God for a particular thing? And then it feels like, I mean, you knew that you were supposed to get that thing or you knew that, okay, that was the right thing for you at that particular point in, in your life. And you were praying about it. You were telling God about it, but it feels like you were just praying, and then God was not hearing you. It feels like your prayers were not being answered, and it was really, really important. So, how did you go past that phase? I mean, how did you handle the fact that God did not answer you? In quotes, how did you handle that? Because I feel like a number of persons are currently, you know, in you know this particular point in their lives. So, how did you handle that? All right, uh, thanks for that question. I think quite a number of persons have been through this stage where um, we have our, our prayers answered so quickly and it feels like your mouth is just directly into God's ears and it feels like, okay, ah, me and God, we are, you know, on a smooth ride and all of that. But there are other times when we have had to ask God specifically for things and we do not receive answers and i've had my share not just once not twice over and over again I have quite a number of scenarios playing in my head but i would like to share one of them all right please go and ahead. this was when um i applied for a scholarship and i was lois i was super duper sure i was going to get a scholarship and yeah. um i had my plans i had it all mapped out because i wasn't seeing the rejection letter coming in at all and for me it wasn't just praying about it i had confirmations you know when you've seen (laughs) dreams revelations you just meet random people and they confirm to you that this is what is going on in your life and it is going to come to pass and all of those things and then you just wake up one day to rejection letter and it seems like okay for god did assure me that this was going to happen i was so sure that my prayers were answered and all of those and i did not i did not see the physical manifestation of all of this 
well, first I'd like to say that such moments comes with so much pain. And because for me it came with so much pain and um disappointment. I felt disappointed. I wasn't too sure if I should go on trusting God. I wasn't too sure if um if I should really rely on receiving confirmations and receiving revelations. And I, I had the thought at the time that maybe we should I should just pray and just leave everything to God's will. If he chooses to do it fine, if he chooses not to do it that's all right but I, I at that point in my life i felt um i should not just raise my hope because i wasn't too sure about that about what god was willing to do that's for whatever he shows me but at that season in my life also the holy spirit helped me realize so many i learned so many lessons from that and um it is that first god is never against you as a person, as a child of God. God is for you at all times. He is good, he is kind to you at all times. So that reassured me first that he is not against me and whatever I see happening or whatever I, I experienced at the time was still part of the script that God was writing with my life. Wow. So it could be that he is trying to, you know, Make me go through those stages so as to, you know, help others, you know, that might go through that stage at some point in their lives. But that, and also that, um, he's also trying to, you know, what he has shown me might not, it might not just be at that time. The manifestation might not be at the time I expected. You know, the book says that a thousand years with the Lord is like a day. So. It, it could be God was God was saying to me that what He was showing to me wasn't for that time or the time I expected it, but for an appointed time. So that that um, reminds me, or that is to remind us as Christians that God is not a man; He doesn't lie. So whatever He has shown to you, whatever you have asked in the place of prayers, that seems to be delayed, or that same as advances are not forthcoming. If he has given you promises about them, if he has spoken his word to you, if he has confirmed these things to you, he is definitely going to bring it to pass. Maybe not at the moment, but at the appropriate time. Wow, thank you so much. Thank you, thank you so much for that. That was that was really amazing. So there's something you said that really caught my attention, you know. You said that God is never against us, he's always for us as his children, and then God is you know kind and he's a good father so i i i i agree with this honestly but you know there are times where we are trusting god for something and then we believe that it's it's god well we believe that okay we are walking in god's way just like what you said that whatever happens is still a part of the script you get so what about times that um we are trusting god for a particular thing and answer is not coming and at the same time we are getting worried I mean, we are worried about, okay, Lord, is it going to happen? So how do you think we can best deal with worry, you know, in, in a situation whereby we've been trusting God for something and then we cannot see the physical manifestation of it and worry is trying to, you know, get in to, you know, make us doubt the goodness of God or the faithfulness of God. I mean, how do we really get to see God's faithfulness, you know, in the face of, you know, worries and, you know, uh, uncertainties, basically, yeah okay well um worrying is it's it's okay to worry 
because I would not say that um, you should not worry or but don't let me say it the wrong way so you don't pick the wrong thing now if you get worried over these things over unanswered prayers it is a part of it okay because when you hit that point where you are disappointed you're worried okay what's the next step what is God doing with my life what exactly is going on and all of that but the Bible reassures to us that we should cast our cares upon him. Why? Because he cares for us. And if you look through the scriptures, you will discover that God is always, has always been mindful of mankind. And that's why the psalmist says, What is man that thou art mindful of him? So from the the redemption story, from the Garden of Eden, up until the actualization of that the death of christ on the cross of calvary for our redemption shows that all through god has always been mindful of man and yours is not an exception he is still very much mindful of you so if you're worried it's human to be worried okay but in the midst of this times in the midst of that feeling in the midst of that anxiety we should cast our cares on the lord because he cares for you. How do we do this? So one, one thing the devil does with worry is that he brings it to us so as to discourage you from praying. So you begin to worry, you begin to think, you begin to um, uh, commentate, you begin to do your calculations and you begin to wonder, you know, try to put two or three things together as an alternative to what you did not get. And when all of this begins to happen, you notice that you're beginning to dwindle in the place of prayer and that is what the devil wants to achieve Jesus being that he knows that when we pray he understands the kind of havoc we wreck in the place of prayer you understand the 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 impact of our prayers in the actualization of the things that we desire of god so if he doesn't get you um to if, if it doesn't get you to worry it gets you to be anxious or it gets you it makes you begin to wonder is it worth it to pray is it worth it to fast is it worth it to wait upon god is it worth it to trust in god when the midst of all of those things you should be like job job says something that i love so much says even though he slays me even though i'm disappointed even though that are not forthcoming yet still in the midst of all of these things i would trust him so you should trust him much more in times like this okay and i would like to add here that for times when we're praying and answers are not forthcoming sometimes there is a need to you know take a break and check yourself okay Sometimes we are praying and we're praying out of our desires. And the book of James chapter 4 verse 3 says that we ask so many things in the place of prayer and we do not get these things because we ask with the wrong motive. So you need to check yourself. Am I asking with the wrong motive? The reason I'm asking these things or is it to show forth? Is, is it to, to impress someone? Is it to to fulfill my pleasure so we need you need to check yourself to be sure that you are not praying from the place of personal desires but from the place of God's will and that is what that is why our words sometimes can be very limited because 
Sometimes we pray from the point of from the seat of our emotions, from the seat of our desires, and we do not pray the mind of God. And that is why the the, the, the scriptures encourages us to pray in the spirit. When you pray in the spirit, when you pray in tongues, you pray the mind of the Father directly over that matter you're praying over. So sometimes it pays that you take a break over, you know, take a break from praying in your understanding. You know, take a break from praying out of um, finding words to speak what we're trying to pray for or to see the picture in your mind, to pray in the spirit. When you pray in the spirit, when your um, understanding is, 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 is not in, is shut out, the devil is probably shut out of understanding what you're praying about. So your emotions are not involved. Your emotions are not interfering with what you're praying about. We're praying the mind of the Father directly to Him for that. All right, thank you so much. So I have a lot of questions, you know, from what you just said. So you talked about the fact that, you know, sometimes we are trusting God for something, but then we're not really praying His desires, we're not praying His will. But are you saying that um, God does not answer our personal desires? Because if you say God is a good Father, God is a wonderful Father, He's always kind, are you saying He does not answer our personal desires? And um, secondly, how would you talk to someone who, you know, is trying to trust God again? Let me just, let me just, you know, give an example. You know, in 2019, basically, um, I lost a very, a close family friend. And I recall before she died, you know, she was in the hospital and everyone was praying for her. We're praying and all that, but she eventually died, basically. So how do you reconcile the fact that, you know, God is, um, God is a wonderful father. God is kind because you said God is kind and God is a good father, right? So how do you reconcile this? You know, especially you know, for someone who who is finding it hard right now to even pray and trust God again, because the person is not even sure that God will answer prayers because of the loss the person had to go through. And also, you talked about the fact that you know God is God does not answer you know our personal desires. So how would you say that? Because you know sometimes, um, I, how do I put it now? I, are you saying that we always have to pray God's will? I mean, I did not times that you know it's our desire that okay, God, I desire this. Can God not grant us our desires? Uh, is it, does it have to be His will per se? So I mean, how would you reconcile that? <laughs> okay, that's a bit <laughs> Okay. Well, I did not say that God doesn't answer our personal desires. I've had to pray my personal desires over and over again, and God has answered. Oh, okay. But you know, God is, God sees the end from the beginning. Yeah. He knows our future, and he knows our now, and he knows what we need per time. And sometimes, he sees our capacity as well. Sometimes we're asking for things, but yes, they are our desires, but God can see that we do not yet have the capacity to carry these things. Hmm. And it's what is more important to God is that our relationship with him is not breached. Yeah. So irrespective of what God wants to give to us, he desires that um, intimacy with him much more than any other thing. So he sees us, he knows our weaknesses, he knows our strengths. So as much as we're asking for our desires, the Bible says we should ask and it shall be given to us. So you can definitely ask and you'll be given. But God sees what 
comes ahead of us he knows if we have the strength to carry these things and sometimes it delays some of these answers to help us build capacity to be able to carry these desires that we are asking of him so when he says okay it's just like um a child guess what the fact that a child is being fed you cannot feed a child now and expect that child to be able to carry a bag of cement the child doesn't have that capacity so if that child is, even if that child is requesting to do that you as a father knows that child cannot do that yet because the strength is not there so god sees us he knows our strength and this is not by it it is not by your years in the lord it's not by um how much um revelations and encounters you have had god understands us and he understands his plans for our life if there are plans if there are things that would derail us that would take us away from him or there are things that are not coming at the right time he has marked out for us he is not withholding those things out of um uh, out of hatred towards us it's not withholding it to make you suffer so god is not allowed to make us suffer or to make us feel like ah, i'm punishing you no god is not that's not who god is so if he's withholding these things from us, it is because he loves us and he does not want or he does not want us to you know break that bond of intimacy with him. And um next uh, you asked if um how we would how a person can trust again. And I'd like to speak directly to you that is listening to uh to this podcast at this time. Um and I'd like to share this um a similar story to your story. I it was in 20, 2006, I was, um, I think I was 12 at the time, and um, my dad was seriously sick, and I prayed all kind of prayers a 12-year-old girl can ever pray. I mean, I trusted God, and still in the midst of that, God still took my dad away. I mean, he went to be with the Lord, and at that point, I tried to, I, I remember that all the fake messages i've had my dad preached the ones i've heard in my church at the time and all of those things and that was more than enough to make me feel can god be trusted what i'm saying to you at this moment that god can be trusted over and over and over again it is his will for us that we'll prosper it is his will for us that we be in health it is his will for us that our soul prospers so if you're feeling like, or if you've gone through a phase where you have had to trust God over issues, is it over your health? Is it over your marriage? Is it over your single period? Is it over your job, your business, your academics? And it seems like you failed despite putting so much faith in God. It is a reminder to you again today that God can be trusted. You can put your faith in him again and again and again and again so the fact that you didn't get that answer at the time doesn't mean that god is not going to answer you and that's why i love the topic for today it says when prayer seems unanswered now seems sorry i'm an english teacher seems here says it means that it looks like it looks like it's not going to be answered and i would like to draw lessons from our father um the father of the father of faith abraham God had given him the promise that he was going to have a son 
and you know he kept growing old and growing old and growing old and still that promise did not come the answers to those that prayer did not come and um in the book of genesis i think in chapter 15 where um abraham was talking to god and he was telling him that he is growing old and you would die without having a child and he was saying to god at the time he had not given birth to ishmael he was saying to god that eliezer is going to inherit all that he has it, you know prayer is talking to god so to me that was prayers and god was saying to him it was god insisted that no the person that is going to inherit all that you have and is going to inherit the promise upon your life is a child from your loins so what god is saying to you is whatever promise he has spoken concerning your life is definitely going to bring it to pass so keep claiming that promise keep saying it in his ears over and over again do not lose faith at the point where god gave abraham this promise of a child to come it didn't happen immediately so to him and to people around abraham at the time they could feel that god is never going to answer him and i'm sure at some point abraham just felt god is never going to answer sarah felt that way and that was why he said she, she asked her husband to go into agai maybe you should make a child from this slave since i cannot give you a child so people like people have gone through these spaces in their lives and god still showed himself faithful yeah. so even listening to me at this moment god can be trusted you can pray over that matter again you know except god says you know like um apostle paul where god said my grace is sufficient for you and there was no need to ask over that matter again you can ask over and over again over that matter and answers are definitely going to come and one way to build your faith because um unanswered prayers or seemingly unanswered prayers can so much stop our faith such that we don't know when to trust god and how to trust god but the word of god can so much give us assurance so what is God saying about that situation? What is God saying about that moment in your life? What is God saying about your health? What is God saying concerning your finances? What has He said in the past? And that is why I usually encourage people to put journals of what God has spoken concerning them. Go, go back to them. Read them over again and say it in His ears. Remind Him of His promises. Say it again over and over to yourself. See yourself, you know. Sometimes a, a whole lot go into our mind programming and confessions. When you continue to confess that, you see yourself in the light of what God has spoken concerning your life and you begin to walk in that reality. Yeah, wow. That was... I think you, you did justice to my questions. Yeah. You know, the truth is um, trusting God as, you know, as a father, just, you know, captures everything because we know that God is not deliberately going to make us suffer. I remember you said that while you were talking, God is not going to deliberately make us suffer. And I think this should be like um, a sense of assurance or reassurance of God's, you know, faithfulness and goodness in the sense that God will not deliberately cause us pain or cause us suffering. So whatever, you know, um, situation we find ourselves in when it feels like, okay, maybe this prayer is not, is not being answered. 
we should not see it from a point of view like, okay, God is trying to punish me or God is trying to make me suffer. No, 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 no. God is a good father and then he will not do anything to hurt us. So just before we go, because we have, you know, three minutes left, I just want you to pray for someone right now that is, you know, finding it really hard to trust God. And secondly, someone who is, you know, getting worried because his or her prayers is not being seemingly okay it's not being answered let's use that word i mean it feels like the person's prayer has not been answered so how i want you to speak a word of encouragement a word of you know um a word of encouragement basically basically to the person okay um if you're listening the bible said that the lord is near to all that call upon him and um to all that call upon him in sincerity and in prayer I just want to say to you, I want to pray for you that everything you are asking God for that seems to be delayed, that the Lord will bring hasty answers to them. The book of um, Psalm 90, verse 4, it says something very interesting. I was reading this evening and um, I was blessed by the Psalm 90, verse 18. It says that, that all that, verse 14 rather, that god will satisfy us early i pray for you this um, moment that the lord is going to cause you to be satisfied in that area of your life where it seems like answers are not coming it's going to bring to you peace it's going to bring to you rest it's going to boost your faith in him again it's going to cause you to trust him like never before it's going to bring reassurance to your heart much more than any human can ever say to your heart and is going to bring answers to it that hopelessness that worry that anxiety i command you get out of this life this moment in the name of jesus Amen. and i declare and i declare peace and rest in your heart in the name of jesus Amen. and because the bible says that there is nothing that is too hard for god to do that i'm joining my faith with that of lord and i'm joining my faith with the breath of this listener this moment and i'm decreeing and, and declaring this moment that because there is nothing that is too hard for you that situation that seems too difficult that situation that seems too hopeless that situation that seems like there is no answer coming for i decree and declare that answers come forth by your mercy this moment in the name of jesus Amen. and to that person that feels discouraged and worried and feels like this is the end of the road i speak peace to your heart this moment when i speak restoration to you have this moment and i pray that your faith is strengthened again to trust god in jesus name and to that person struggling in the place of prayer because those prayers were not answered i pray that your prayer life is refilled and i pray that the connection that you have lost with god is restored in the name of jesus amen in jesus name of amen well, thank you so much thank you so much for that thank you so much uh, so how can people reach you i mean I'm pretty sure that a number of persons haven't listened to this. I'm obviously blessed. They they might want to get across to you. So how can people get across to you, basically? Okay, on social social media handle on Instagram, basically follow underscore Malewa. Follow underscore Malewa. Could you please spell it? I think it would be easier for some people, especially those that are not Nigerians. Okay. Okay. See. T O L U underscore O M O L E W A T O L U underscore O M O L E W A. 
Oh, all right. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for coming on the podcast. Thank you so, so much. Hi, guys. I'm pretty sure this episode blessed you. Please do well to share with your friends and loved ones. See you next week. Bye.